Hello and thanks for listening to this week's edition of Off The Map, the weekly Racing New South Wales podcast where we talk speed maps. This week I'm joined by Racing New South Wales betting analyst Mitch Reid, filling in for the big shoes of Lee Dalton. Thanks for joining us, Mitch. Yeah, good to be with you, Brad. Hopefully I can fill those as the shoes of my esteemed colleague. <laughs> All right, we'll kick off with race three. Um, the interesting runner here is don't give a damn for the obvious reason a huge weight 64 kilograms and the way you've mapped him these maps are of course are available on the race in new south wales website just going to the fields and there's a pdf up the top 64 kilos you've got him rolling along out in front yeah look i don't know that they want to be adopting uh different tactics on this horse he's, he's a big lump of a horse big striding horse he likes to bowl along out in front i, I don't know that danny williams will want him to well i don't i don't think you want him not leading anyway um from nine, I think he gets across okay here in front of um, Gary Moore's horse on the inside. Uh, the scratching of Mapmaker is an interesting one here. It, it, it probably gives him that time uh, to get across with um, a lot less pressure, I would suggest, on his outside. Uh, Renewal should be closer here. Um, obviously, he was slow away last start. Drawn a bit better here. I think it'd be closer on the pace here. Um, he's put the blinkers on Mera V here. I, can't see it mapping any closer than sort of midfield. He's, he's trying to get this horse going, but um, he's trying to wake this horse up, I think. But uh, I don't think it can, it can be any closer than sort of midfield here. But look, I, I wouldn't be too perturbed by this, this big weight of, of 64 kilograms. Um, we've got to consider the weights as, as relative, and um, that's the best way to ride these horses out in front, I think. Yep, with that momentum. Yep. Uh, going across to race four, which is the Stan Fox, the shortest price runner of the day in early markets, is the Autumn Sun. Uh, I think a few punters looking at your speed map here would be quite happy if he landed there. Yeah, he looks to map well. Um, I, I think Karen will be just letting it sort of all unfold around him. This speed to his outside and inside, and I think he can just sit a few pairs back in the running line here. I've, I've landed on Master Rash, taking up the running here from gate two. And uh, I think Denawi, look, I know he's, he's led all, pretty much every start to date, but I don't know that they'll want to be handing up to him here on, on Gay's horse, you know, Master Rash. I, I think Denawi will probably be, they'll just be content to sit outside the lead here, um, albeit that he's up in trip. Um, Mizzy showed good speed last time out. She'll be handy from gate 11. And Dio Dioro, I think from gate three, will probably just be in front of the Snowden horse on the inside on pace there behind the leaders. So, yeah, favourite back is I think it look, looks to read pretty well, at least on paper, um, provided that it, it plays out that way from the outside. Um, yeah, look, I think they can back it with confidence on Saturday that it should map up pretty well. Uh, going across to the Theo Marks, uh, this, speaking to you before the podcast, you said this was a really tricky one to map. Yeah, look, I, I don't think it's as simple as it might read in a form guide, Brad. Um, Home of the Brave has got... It, it rockets out of the gates. We saw it really begin well last start down in Melbourne, uh, first up in the Ori Star. Uh, we saw it do the same thing in the recent uh, Randwick trial. It really flew the gates. Uh, just looking at that trial, though, look, that Huey rode it on that occasion. He, he really grabbed a hold of it. He, I, I sense they're trying to get this horse to settle a bit better. Um, the fact that James Cummings has applied the year must also is an indication of that. Um... With that being said, I, I think they'll still lead this race. Um, I, I don't think they want to be grabbing a hold of it and you know not using that gate speed. 
Uh, Siege of Quebec, it hasn't been beginning as well this recently as it might have done when it was a two-year-old, but I think it's probably got the speed just to sit outside the leader here. Uh, Trapeze Artist again looks to, to map pretty well here on the outside of Kingsguard, um, with the others sort of just finding their positions in behind. But look, Home of the Brave, I've got him leading. I just, I'm just wary that they are trying to get this horse to settle a bit better. Yeah. Um, and as I say, those earmuffs, they've been applied for a reason here. Yeah, because we have seen from the past, from what we've seen of him in Australia, is he can be a little bit keen. So he can get right up on the muncher, exactly yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Okay, so in regards to Trapeze Artist and D'Argento here, because I think a lot of punters, whether rightly or wrongly, will look at this as a two-horse race, you've got Trapeze Artist getting probably a two-length break on, yeah. on D'Argento? Yeah, look, I, I'd say that's probably about right, two to three lengths. They're not going to be too far away here. There's not going to be... I, I can't see them having a tearaway leader or anything like that. Um... They'll, they'll want to try and rake this, this Godolphin horse in front. Um, Siege of Quebec will be right there, as I mentioned. Look, he's going to be close enough with good enough D'Argento. Make no mistake about that. Um, so, look, it's it's only a sort of an average speed race for a 1,300-metre race anyway. So, uh, look, I, I, while I got him back last D'Argento, I, I wouldn't be you know, perturbed by that per se. He's not going to be a long way off them, I wouldn't suggest. Okay. Uh, the run to the Rose... Now, the run we really want to focus in on here is because a few, I think a few punters will be scratching their head, wondering what they're going to do on graph from yeah. the wide draw out there. You've got it posted here, but there's probably a few different ways this race can go. Yeah, my word, there's any number of ways this race can go. Um, bit of a, a head scratcher, this, this speed map, Brad. Um, look, I landed on Jonker taking up the running with the blinkers applied here. Yep. Um, look, in terms of graph's position... I wouldn't be at all surprised if they put the handlebars down and led this race. Uh, he's, he's a very good horse, we know that. He's a class colt. I mean, they might just want to take up the running. Um, there'd be no surprise with that. As it stood, I, I couldn't really find him a position with cover um, from, from gate 13. The speed all looks to be inside of it. I think Sandbar's probably got the speed to hold a position there on, the out, on, the, on its inside, I should say. Uh, Gary Moore's also contacted the stewards during the week. He wants Puquiri to be ridden prominently, so they'll be using that gate three I'm tipping to sit on the outside of Smarter Listen. Now, Smarter Listen's another interesting horse. It's led over 1,200 metres, albeit in maiden grade. So, I mean, there's no reason why it couldn't kick up and find a position in the lead. So this is a race I would encourage punters to really... Keep an eye on that steward's Twitter feed for any changes of tactics, particularly with Graf, yep. um, because if they want to grab a hold of him and go back, take cover, fair enough. But um, personally, from my perspective, I thought they'd ride him like a good horse and they'd go forward. I don't, I don't know if they want to be stuck behind slower horses or tiring horses here, uh, particularly it's, it's a quality three-year-old race. So I, I think they want to be within striking distance. So... It's it's a tricky map, um, no doubt about it. He's he's the class horse for mine, but it, it it's a it's one I'd really want to be focusing on the on that Twitter feed whether Chris yeah. Lee's declares what he wants to do on the horse. It might even come late because, as we know, there's a predicted downfall uh, on Friday night. Correct. So yeah, exactly if right. it is a cutout track, race six, they might be quite happy they might tracking to, up wide. Yeah, they want to get off the off the rail. Exactly right. Yeah, no doubt about that. 
Okay, race seven is the Scirocco. Uh You've got memes leading this race up. Um, you, were, you were touching on formality a little bit before. Do you want to go into some detail as to why you've got it mapped outside the leader? Yeah, she's beginning really well this time in formality in her two trials. Um, she looks to have settled into Sydney pretty well. Uh, so just got her mapped closer here on the outside of memes who's who's got sort of genuine thousand metre speed. I think she can lead here. I've just got her a bit closer here, formality from gate two. So uh, I think Champagne Cuddles just hold its spot on the rail. Now Daisy Doom, look, I, I have got closer than probably some others might have had her. The speed around her is really sort of lacking. So I think they can look to go forward and find cover here just behind formality. Uh, I know Egyptian symbol led up last start, but that was over 1,300 in a sort of a race devoid of speed. So, yeah. look, I, I don't know that she's got... I, I, I'm of the opinion that Daisy's doing a superior speed to horses like Egyptian symbol and, and Zestful. So I think they can go forward, albeit over 1,200, and find a, a position there. So, yeah, formality, mapped a bit closer here. I think she's a faster horse out of the gates this time in. Yeah, no surprises there, of course. Champagne Cattles just tucks in behind the speed. Yep. One of the more interesting runners on the day, as far as the market goes, uh, is Soothing. Yep. Big winner there last start. Yep. Punters will have eyes for her, no doubt, there on Saturday. Uh, as far as the map goes, I think the punters would be pretty happy if she landed there, three wide cover. Yeah, look, uh, the other thing we've got to mention with this race is, I uh, don't know if he's done it yet, but I'm pretty sure he's going to scratch single bullets. Yeah, trial, uh, trial, trial this, this morning. morning. Yep, so it'll be coming out. So that's a bit of a speed coming out of this event. Um, I don't think that changes uh, the, the scenario for soothing, though. I think she gets a nice run here. I've got her in the three wide line just with cover. I wouldn't be surprised. It'd probably take a bit of a, a special from J-Mac to get her on the running line, but I don't think he'd be too um, unhappy just to sit in that three wide line with cover. Um, she knows it looks a little tricky now. Um, she's got the speed to go forward. I, I know Huey will... We know how he likes to ride them, but um, I, I think Soothing can just get on her back here um, and sit in that three wide line. Look, 11, as you say... They might want to be getting off late as well. And I don't know if that's going to help her to really finish home well on the outside. Um, yeah, she looks to map well, albeit three wide for mine. The last horse we'll touch on is one, an import that punters probably won't know too much about, uh, Joshua Reynolds. Uh, you've got it actually leading here in the last race. Yeah, look, I think there's a bit of intent here from Gay. Um, this horse has been leading in its couple of trials and they've ridden out of the gates to lead as well. So... There's a bit of intent, I think, with this horse to be ready to win first up. Um, you don't often see horses resuming over 1,800 metres, so that's a, that's another sign to, to sort of take note of with, with this horse. I think Gay will want, instruct Josh Parr just to press forward and lead and probably lead comfortably here, try and get these horses off the bit. Um, Excelsior's there has 1,400 metre speed, so I think they'll be forward on it. Uh, Letter Juliet's also been racing handy in these sorts of races, so that she'll hold her position just behind them from gate two. Yeah, look, I, I mapped it to lead probably for the setup more than anything, Brad. I think they're trying to get this horse to win first up, um, and I, I think it'll be leading as it has done in its, in its two recent trials here over 1800. The last one in this race we'll touch on before I let you go is Eagle Bay yeah. uh, because you did kind of mention that there is the potential or it's the right kind of profile horse that you might see a change of tactics. Yeah, look, I don't want to preempt anything for punters, but we know that when Chris steps these horses up in trip, he, he can have them going forward or a change of tactics to have them going forward. 
Um, Kieran Ma scratched his horse from the inside gate here, so he, that's another sort of key scratching, if you like, because that, that horse I had mapped in front of it in any, in any case. Um, it, it profiles as a horse that he would like to be ridden forward. Chris, I'm not going to say that is the change of tactics because yep. we need to hear it from the stable. But um, it, it's a horse that's, what is he, third or fourth up now? Or third up, he's, he's probably hard fit to run out this 1,800 metres and I think Chris will want him forwarded closer than, than what he has been, um, sort of getting back without much luck in recent runs. Yep, okay. Well, thank you for your time, Mitch. Hopefully you got something out of that, punters, and thank you again for tuning in. We'll do it all, all again next week, and you'll be back on deck again next week, Mitch. So. Good to be with you, Brad. Thank you. Thank you.